Hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy, the podcast where we dive into significant moments in our guests' lives and the jewellery that carry them through it. Each week we'll be chatting to a different face and voice, some that you might recognise, some that might be new to you. They'll also be curating their own shoppable Daisy edit, which you'll be able to get your hands on with an exclusive discount, which is revealed at the end of each episode, so stay tuned. Now, let's see whose jewellery collection we're diving into next. Hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy, the podcast where we dive into significant moments in our guest lives and the jewellery that carried them through it. And today I'm joined by celebrity hairstylist, Isaac Fullian. Hello. (laughs) Hi, love. Some might say. Some might say. How are you? Very well, thank you. Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. A rescheduled podcast, our first one of 2023, and we were just talking how good we're feeling about it. 2023 is going to be a good one. I think there's something in the air. There really is. For sure, for sure. So I want to tell the story about how we met. Okay. Because, and we were literally just talking about Paris, 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 and yeah. how you're kind of... It was quite it. iconic. It was fair. so iconic. It was actually iconic. So I was sitting outside of, I can't even remember the name of the hotel. but Hotel Rochechois. Thank you very much, Rochechois. Yeah. We were both staying in the same hotel, right? Yes, we were. And I was sitting outside with Meg at Day, from Daisy. And then you came out mm-hmm. with, at the time I didn't realise, but it was Matter. It was Matter. Makeup artist. He was obsessed. Uh, and the, that's why I noticed yeah. that. You guys all came out and I was like, well, they're amazing. <laughs> who are they? Who are these? Who are these guys? And, um, and then I looked at Matter and I was like, she's wearing Daisy. Yeah. Like, that so is the Daisy necklace. And I sat there, and like, we were in Paris, for goodness yeah, sake. Just, it was just divine timing. And so I said, excuse me, where's your necklace from? And she went, oh, Daisy, you've got to check them out. And I was like, I'm Daisy. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. It, yeah. Like, it started our day. We spoke about it for about two hours It after. was so good. I was just like, we was like, like, that conversation then led into all these other things. Like, yeah. oh my God, like, look at life. Like, it's so crazy how you can, like, because I've seen Matt, and she's had your jewellery for forever, and mm. she loves... Like when she goes out, like she loves makeup. She loves, 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 loves her Daisy stuff. Mm. And I remember her telling me about you guys and I hadn't had a chance to like get into it because it's the chaos of last year. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, oops, sorry. It's fine, podcast, you're allowed <laughs> I'm to like, say it. girl. Um, I was, we was just like, it's so crazy how you could literally be staying in the same hotel with someone that you admire and yeah. have no fucking clue. I know. And then walk outside to go to work in Paris. Yeah. And meet them. Yeah. Iconic. It was so good. And we were literally like leaving three hours later. So like, what is, what is that? Like that timing. Divine timing. It's It's divine timing. So what were you doing in Paris? So we was, we were on a very intense job. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like a, I think it was seven or eight days. Yeah. I remember you saying it was a long Um, one. It's for like a brand, uh, uh, not a Parisian brand. I think it's like an, either East African North African brand. Don't quote me though, because I, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was probably one of the most intense jobs that we've done the whole year. Really? Yeah, because there was like the brand itself would I mean, there's like so much there's history to the brand and I think that like there were so many elements that contributed. There were so many more there was like nine models. Wow. Nine or nine or ten models. Mm-hmm. Everyone was getting everyone was getting glam. Mm-hmm. So it was just like every single day we was literally Same in glam, glam every day or different so glam every day. So we had three there was like I think three setups. Mm-hmm. So there was two days of the same glam, two days of the same glam, and then three days 
of the same time, but it was like literally renewing the girls. It was yeah, fab. Sure. It was really fab. It yeah. was really, really fab. Um, and it, but it was very intense, mm-hmm. and we left feeling very exhausted. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, we was when we saw you guys, we was literally on our last legs. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know, what? I think I could tell that because you were so giggly. You know, yeah, just like, just like <laughs> done. Yeah, we were done. We were done. We were done. Um, but it was fun. Uh, I think Paris is Paris is a place where I think if you have your people around mm-hmm. you, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we had Batu, who's like my my lovely was my lovely assistant. He just mm-hmm. got signed. Oh, Shout out nice. to Batu. Um, and he's French. And I mean, I was in Paris That's on perfect. Monday, and it just didn't feel the same without him. Sure. I literally Facetimed him, and I was like, "Bonjour, Monsieur," like he's he's male. <laughs> Um, but still, he's my yeah, girl. Yeah. And I was like, Paris just doesn't feel the same without you. And um, yeah, it's it's funny. And I guess he's probably got some good insights into places to oh, go. Oh yeah, but he like... knows everything. Yeah, he yeah. knows everything. Listen, when we when me and him me and him went to Paris for um, Kendrick Lamar was uh, shooting the Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a film, but they filmed the concert for Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and they basically wanted us to come out there to like do the dances and stuff. Cause he was already done fab. Kendrick Lamar, beautiful. Mm. Oh, fab. Yeah. Like his hair was like amazing. Really? Um, and we did the dances, but we like went to this party. So there's a party in Paris called BBB. Okay. And you write it's, it's in, um, <laughs> it's in a place called Felice Bigal. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm not French. It sounds, um, it sounds good. It, it sounds all right. I think <laughs> like Batu and I always laugh because I I say like French terms that don't actually mean anything. <laughs> like nil pas, nil pas, and I was like, is, did they say that? Did they say that in the Olympics or something? Like nil point, I but it's like yeah. But he was basically like, I was like proper like being like nil pas, like no point, and it's like no, it's point nil. Oh, like and okay. I would, like speak French like so confidently <laughs> and I have no context to what I'm saying. Um but we went to this really amazing party up there and I mean we had some really good times. We had amazing. some really good times, yeah. We amazing. ate some really good food too. Yeah, good food. Yeah, there's good food in Paris. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to go back there. Yeah. Um bro. okay, so talk me through your career because I saw online that you used to be a dancer. Yeah, she used to be a dancer. Yeah. yeah. And so, talk me through. How do how do you land doing hairstyling? It was so like, it was like very like divine timing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, an old friend of mine, she was getting, a, she had her hair done by one of the stylists at the salon. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like I've said before, like street dance wasn't really like a thing. And uh, I guess like people didn't, people didn't really get paid like that. Like you were like either a commercial dancer and you got like paid yeah. or you was like a street dancer. You was doing it for the art. Like you was doing it for sure. like, like you were doing it for the love. Yeah. You know, we literally used to dance on the street. Like we had a boom box and like we trained like when we couldn't get like, cause mm-hmm. obviously everything, like the value of money then I guess was greater and you had less of it, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like kind of like a full circle moment. Like it's so weird to like be where I am now and like think back then. We didn't really have a lot, and it was like it was all self funded. So I I was just like speaking to my, a friend, my friend, and I was like, I need to make some money because like I'm like, I'm like dancing. I'm putting everything into it, and like I have no money. Um. So she was just like, Why don't you try an apprenticeship? Because I like for me like I've always been quite like a practical person. I was like a straight A student 
prefect tied to my tied to my waist little badge tied to my waist badge gold lining in the blazer yeah that was the thing as a prefect yes all the prefects had it so it was like we had like a special nice special like uniform and then i like found like the creative girls and was like oh my god i'm like a performer you know (laughs) and then that's how i got into dancing and then when you know times got hard financially Mm -hmm. i was like i need to do something that's practical Mm -hmm. that i can learn from and also just like take anywhere with me. Yeah. That was really important mm. um, at the time. And hairstyling was like something I never did. But at the time I was 17 and I was just ready to just jump into something, you mm. know? Um, and that's and that's how I started hairstyling. Amazing. Yeah. And then Amazing. five years after five years after the first salon, I worked for another salon, a European salon, because mm-hmm. I, I trained in Afro hair. Mm-hmm. So it was like the salon that I worked in was like, in the nineties, like in the early two thousands, was like the like the biggest black hair salon in in like the, like the girls knew who Hype were, you know. Really? And I feel like it's still like quite a legendary brand. Like mm-hmm. I, I learned so much. Like it was a very intense way to like start my career, but like the training was really good because like working in fashion sometimes I think it can be a lot. Like you're meeting very 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 high profile people mm-hmm. you're in you're sharing spaces with people that have a certain accolade of of, of sure. achievements and mm-hmm. and and i think sometimes when you're when you come from like south london like me mm-hmm. it's like really like kind of like a it's like not, not not i wouldn't say like a culture shock but i guess because of my training i found it a lot easier to deal with mm-hmm. it's like i didn't find myself get starstruck and mm-hmm. you know i've helped friends on projects like with like madonna and like you know, just like Gabrielle Union, Kiki Palmer, like all these people, like honestly, I was I was saying to you guys earlier, like it's like, I can't believe this because like, I, I really asked for this life and like I have it now and I'm like, wow, it's like mm-hmm. full circle, it's crazy. Because mm-hmm. like at the time, I guess I never really saw the industry. I didn't really know how vast it was. I didn't really know that there was like so many like opportunities. So I was just like going through it. I worked for Estee Lauder for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of went freelance started doing hair at home I was shooting a little bit and I was still quite still quite nervous about it and then um about two and a half years ago I think maybe like three years now I was just like let me just like jump in this in this like in the shit and mm-hmm. I mean it was the best thing I've ever done like I've had I really have I feel like I've been really blessed with my career um I haven't required much and I've worked with like so many, like so many amazing people. I've met so many, but like even just working, like I met you mm-hmm. like while I was working yeah, like, and, yeah, it's, yeah. and it happens so often. Like mm. I, I truly, I'm so grateful. Like, I can't believe it. Like, honestly, sometimes I'm like, I, like over like New Year's, I was like sitting with a few of my very close friends and we were all drinking and just talking about how like life just like spins around. Yeah. The, you're good at your craft, right? So you shouldn't feel. Some would say. So you should, but you, I guess that's like, you, like you said, the training, you know what yeah. you're doing, yeah. you're good. So you shouldn't yeah. be like overwhelmed or fit like imposter yeah. syndrome when you're around. Yeah. Madonna. Yeah, whatever. yeah. And, and and to be honest with you, like, I think that what 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 I what I really learned there was that like, you know, everyone is human, you know? Mm, it's yeah. like before they're an artist, before they're a celebrity, before they're an influencer, a public figure, whatever. Yeah. They're human, they yeah. bleed blood, like they feel emotion, mm-hmm. you know, and I think sometimes like you idolize things outside of like context because you have no context to like what that looks like and then 
obviously working in that salon, they did a few celebrities and I worked on a few jobs with them. I did like Britain's Next Top Model one year. Like it was like kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And like I did so many things and I it, like it really did, I really actually prepared me for, before I even knowing, cause this yeah. was like, this was like, se- like this is like what, six, seven years ago. I've been mm-hmm. doing hairstyling for like 13 years. So, and, and this is like the first three years that I've been freelancing and, um, doing what I do now mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's amazing I forgot to mention that Isaac has brought in his significant piece of jewellery which yes. we're going to dive into in a bit yes and I was expecting them to be big and bold so I can't yeah. wait to hear the stories behind them mm-hmm. and before you get into them it is obviously pretty clear mm-hmm. that you have a love for jewellery um, I love jewellery for those that are only listening Isaac is I, I'm not even exaggerating when I say dripping head to toe <laughs> my earrings, in jewelry, my earrings even make noise. I know, not under the headphones. Not under the headphones. Um, so, I mean, where, where, when did you, when did you first fall in love with jewelry? To be honest with you, I've always taken pride in my appearance. Yeah. And um, I guess, like, I commonly associated jewelry with people that were like quite expressive. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that, like, I've always loved jewelry, but like, I only started really finding it maybe three years ago. Really? Yeah, like really just finding pieces. It started with a necklace that I had. I give a lot of jewelry away as well. Cause like, I think gifts are like to be gifted sometimes. And yeah. like, I like I often find like, you know, when someone's like, like, oh, I love your ring. You know, I find that like, I don't really hold like high value in material things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, about three years ago, a friend of mine gave me a, a necklace and it was so beautiful honestly it had four links and it had um an oval of lapis lazuli mm-hmm. and obviously i didn't even know what stone that was mm-hmm. and i remember i was walking down the street one time in brixton and this lady stopped me and was like is that lapis lazuli and i'm like girl i don't even know what that is <laughs> because i was just wearing it you know and it was at a time where i was just really quite self like like i was really like deep digging deep after 2020 after 2020 honestly yeah. i really was just like I evolved, you know, and um, yeah, I think I've always loved jewelry and I feel like I'm now in a place where I can just go and buy pieces and like a lot of my friends actually gift me pieces. Um, yeah, it's kind it's, of like come to me. It's so, I mean, that's like, I probably why I couldn't stop like staring at you in yeah. Paris. It's like, it's so, it obviously as a huge expression of, yeah, of for sure, you. For sure. And does it make you, do you take it all off at night? Do you sleep in it? Um, subjective. Yeah. Depends on where I am. Yeah. And what I'm doing. Because I can't um, sleep in rings I, at all. Do you know what? It's it's weird because like I can like, but if I get in the shower, for instance, mm-hmm. sometimes I shower with my jewelry because mm-hmm. I just want to feel pretty while I'm in the shower. Sure. And then sometimes I want to feel like and like I want to feel naked. Cleanse. Like I want to feel naked. Yeah. So I take everything off. Yeah. There's only uh, maybe these bangles that stay on because like my hands are so thick you can't kind of get them <laughs> off. Um. But yeah. So like I I can sleep in my I do often sleep in it. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah, I love it. Because <laughs> we talk a lot about jewellery being our armour. Mm-hmm. Because for me, sometimes, it depending on where I'm going, what meetings I'm going to, I obviously don't wear as much as you. I actually thought I wore a lot before we all saw Isaac. You wear a very I, complimentary amount. I, um, I put it on depending on what I'm doing. Like this one, like... I like the malachite, it gives me strength. I like the tiger's eye for protection. It's kind of yeah. just putting it on and I feel like myself. Like my, my mom couldn't leave the house without wearing earrings, for example. Yeah. It just made her feel put together. Yeah, for sure. What for do sure. you think? Why do you think jewelry is so important to people? I guess I kind of look at it in the same way. Like it's like it's like it's like I think sometimes also it's like a reference point for me. It's like yeah. grounding. It's like yeah. it's something that's mine that I take with me. 
Um, and it's, yeah, I feel like if I described it, it would be like an armor. Yeah. For sure. Like, I feel empowered. I Like, I love to hear, like, myself. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm, like, literally walking and I can just hear my chains just, like, yeah. jangling. And it's, like, even when I'm working, I find it quite therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, yeah, they're a part of me. I don't leave my house without it. Mm-hmm. That even when I'm running to the shop. Yeah, I can't I'm, like, the girls, I'm, like, I'm fully dressed. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what you never know who you're gonna meet. Never know who you're gonna meet. What conversations might stem? What podcasts what? you might be invited on? I mean, and here <laughs> we are today. Divine timing. There it is. <laughs> per... Okay, I want to dive into your significant pieces now. Okay. Where should we start? I think I'll start here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bestie got me this. Mm-hmm. Um, their name is Mars. She is a chunky, gorgeous, beautiful. I think she's sterling silver. Yeah. Uh, bracelet piece from Morocco. Bought for my 30th birthday. Um, like a T-bar me, link. T-bar, T-bar link. What is this? I don't know. Really like the class. Describe. So this T-bar that goes into okay, the yeah, level. Yeah, T-bar link. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's quite abstract. It is. Yeah. I quite love it. Yeah. And and they, they basically weren't made for me. So it was originally, I think, two clasps. And then they Amazing. got it shortened. Amazing. Um, yeah. Then I, I think this is probably one of my most significant pieces because I turned 30 and that was like such a transitional mm. age for me. Like a, like it was really like a friggin' milestone. It really is. I remember, I remember thinking about being 30, you know, as like, at, at like 18. Like mm-hmm. I've always like, I feel like I've always seen myself in like third person. Mm-hmm. I've always imagined like, how would I feel at 25? How would I, I'm like a control freak. Um, <laughs> and basically last year we kind of got into the tradition of buying each other pieces for our birthday um and this was the first of our of our um arrangement so amazing. this is very special to me amazing yeah. okay next piece next piece um this is a bracelet um that i i bought this and this was probably one of the only pieces that i still have from that transitional evolutions evolution stage. It's like, I literally, I broke up with my ex-boyfriend and then I just like evolved. Like really? I was like, I got face tattoos. Like I never even had face tattoos. Yeah. I've got pictures like three years ago where I literally had nothing. I was, how I was, quickly, I was, How quickly did the face tattoos come then? Oh, like two months. Wow. Like two months. I literally, cause I remember we spoke about it and he was so against it. He was like, don't you dare tattoo your face you're so beautiful to me if you tattoo your face i will never talk to you again and one of my friends literally was mad at me for like three weeks it's like oh my god you got a tattoo on your face because i basically you know i woke up and i was like i always i feel like in times of like mass transition Mm -hmm. or stress like like i generally get tattoos around times where i'm just like you know some days i just wake up and i'm like i take the day as it is and i'm just like find somewhere I'm just go um mm-hmm. and it was like at the time I felt that I was like really like minimalist when I was with my ex-boyfriend and mm-hmm. I was like like we had like a very small life like mm-hmm. we had two dogs um who I still who I still have now um two whippets and we just had a very small life so sure. I didn't I, I didn't I didn't feel the need for self-expression and this was prior to my uh jump into the fashion industry right and um when we broke up, I started working and it was going really, really well. I like, 2019, I had like a, stunt, a stint of like six months where I was literally working. I had, 
few days off. Really? Like I, it was, it was intense. It was mm-hmm. what, like, probably like, one of the best parts of my career, like a highlight mm-hmm. of my career. Cause I really just was like, I wasn't working mm-hmm. and then I was working. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I think it was around the January, I just got tattoos. And I guess I, I take a lot of inspiration from like deities and like, you know, like indigenous people of lands. And I think that, that they, they, there are a lot of like jewelry pieces are almost like armor for them. Yeah. Maybe I'm like speaking for them, sure. but I, I, that's how I, that's how I viewed it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I picked up this piece from a shop in Brixton and it was like my first actual bangle. Like, what is this? Is this a bangle? Bangle, yeah. Yeah, it was my first like thick bangle. And you know, it's like, it is like a piece of armor to be honest. I love it so much. Can I have a um, look at that? Yeah. So it was like one of the first pieces that I And also so nice that, that like you bought for yourself. Yeah, I did. And a part of like, this is me becoming yeah. me. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very transitional and really she powerful. reminds me of that. Yeah. I knew your stories are going to be good. I've got lots of stories. I thought we could be here all day. <laughs> uh, we could talk, for, I could talk for hours. <laughs> <laughs> this year I've like proper like, it's so weird that this has happened because I guess prior to 2023, mm-hmm. uh, me and a few of my close friends, we spent some time um, prior to, just before Christmas, before everyone went and done their own thing, um, just talking about our intentions. Because I guess we don't really like, like me and my friends are quite similar. We don't really set in, like we don't have New Year's resolutions. Sure. We just set intentions, essentially. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's the same thing, but it's like, it's not, a, it's not about saying in 2023, I'm going to be this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, in 2023, I'm going to... I'm going to approach this, you know, yeah, it's like sure. something that's like very, very easy mm-hmm. as opposed to um, setting targets, setting targets yeah. and being like, you know, by, by the June, the 20th, I'm going to be this. Yeah. Um, and we, we were all just sharing. And mm-hmm. um, I was saying that I really want to start speaking more because I feel like I've got, uh, my friends often tell me that I've got a lot of, um, a lot of good stories and yeah. So. Okay, next piece. Next Where do you want to go next? Um, this is another bangle. So I bought her on my 28th birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, that was also quite a, like, that was a turning point. I basically, I was transitioning agencies mm-hmm. um, and like still in the heat of just like being really busy. And I had like a chaotic year that year. Like a lot happened. We, uh, me and, me and a, f- a friend opened a business and I remember turning 28 was like such a transitional phase again. Like mm. it was like, I, I don't know if you know too much about astrology, but word on the street is you have this thing called Saturn's return. And mm-hmm. it's like a seven year cycle of like renewal. And apparently, allegedly, mm. um, in this time, it's like a great time for transitioning and like transformation. And I really felt that. It was like the first time in my life that I was like, wow, this is who I am. You know, I, I really felt like I stepped into like right. my boots mm-hmm. for the first time. And uh, I remember like, like I said earlier, I always kind of like buy things at times of like great mm-hmm. transition and mm-hmm. like chaos. Yeah. And I bought this bangle and it reminds me of like how much I've grown, yeah. how far I've come. Do you remember where you got it from? Yeah, this was from the Shame Shop in Brixton. Okay. So this is a uh, this is Tuareg, and it's like a mixed metal that they make in Mali. Amazing. Yeah. Take me to your fourth significant piece, please. This was gifted to me by a friend. She is a square. Yeah. 
but like turn on like like a diamond a diamond diamond yeah. it's square but like on a diamond kind yeah. of angle it has a precious stone in which i can't remember what it is yeah but it was made by a shaman amazing yeah and i remember when they gifted me this i think it was i think it was for my birthday mm-hmm. 29 and i just remember just feeling very very special about it i think that it's like got a very simplistic detail yeah. that like the precious stone is like a greeny type of like yellowy color yeah, I and it has like what that is. but it feels special I, I don't know it was like one of my one of one of like a piece that i really actually just felt connected to mm. like i don't know about you but like i feel like sometimes like when i look at my hands yeah. or my jewelry i'm like this makes me feel like this like i've mm. got tiger's eye like you know mm. you, you're just like touching on that and um i don't know it just it just it just felt it just felt very nice. I think the shape of it, there's almost something quite special about how it's almost like a pyramid, like yeah. stepping stones going yeah. up to the top, it's, to that beautiful stone. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love her. Another another ring? Um, no, I've got my earrings Your that earrings. you can't kind of see. Can I take my, my yeah. headphones off? Yeah, you just won't be able to hear yourself. This so. is the sound that it makes, baby, again. <laughs> um, yeah, my earrings. I bought this for myself. Um, and I guess this is like, uh, I've got a few pairs um, and I get them from a shop called So High in Soho. Okay. So High, so high Soho mm-hmm. on Buick Street. Okay. Love the girls. Yeah. Those are my girls. Yeah. And they, I often take my friends there because like I've got a few friends that just like, are always like, oh my God, where'd you get jewelry mm-hmm. from? And I, I, I've, I had, a, I got a couple pieces from them and these earrings, I got them. I had, I have four sizes right. so i have really really Amazing. large giant ones and then i have these are like the medium size and, and what they've got like like dag not daggers what would you call it i like, mean they're, they're like kind two, of like two, two shaped kind of like drops yeah. and um they have these uh well the detail that i like the most is like these little bauble bits because yeah. i often like i'm quite tactile mm-hmm. and sometimes i'll be like when i'm stressed i'll just be like yes touching and like you know like I was saying earlier about just like my sounds and how mm. and how it just it grounds me. Mm. Um, so often I'm, I'm often tapping mm-hmm. when I'm like doing stuff and everywhere I go, I, honestly, everywhere I go, people ask me about these earrings. Yeah, there wasn't really a particular reason why I bought them because before prior to these sets, I used to wear these um cowrie shell like silver cowrie shell covered it was like glazed and like a cowrie shell beautiful Mm. beautiful i've got pictures um that i wore and it was like the same kind of smr asmr type of vibe Mm. like it was like very jingly (laughs) and then i got these because i wanted to like you know just get more into my like tribal bag and Mm -hmm. yeah i quite i quite love that that's really nice yeah thank you for talking us through those i'm i bet we could carry on um so we just were briefly talking about this off air. Mm-hmm. Being a hairstylist, I bet people confide in you, tell you everything, tell you <sighs> things you don't even want to hear about. Um, come on, is there things that you could, what, what's been the most like either outrageous thing that's happened or like, tell me some stories. I've got one time, I'm telling you, yeah. In all of my career, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm someone who never wavers. Mm-hmm. I, I never regret anything. Anything I do, I do with intention. When I speak, I speak with intention. Mm-hmm. I very rarely regret, if ever. I don't regret anything, honestly, truly. And I remember this one time I met a lady and she came into the salon and she was in absolute turmoil. She'd been to a hair, she'd been to a hair salon 
with someone that she hadn't worked like a hairstylist that she hadn't used before mm-hmm. and she wanted this balayage this was like when balayage just just came in yeah, it was like really booming and it was just like yeah. it really had a moment like <laughs> i think what like four years ago maybe yeah. four or five years ago yeah like there was like a proper like time where like everyone if it was like it was like it was like dip dye mm. and then balayage everyone wanted to yeah. naturalize that shit it was like no one wanted roots everyone wanted yeah. that blonde to be natural yeah and i remember she came in and her hair was in a really bad way mm. and i had a consultation with her and it was probably about 45 minutes half an hour of that was like reassurance mm. i swear to god i didn't even know this woman but she walked in and she was stressed so <clears throat> We spoke about how we was gonna achieve, like and like essentially like naturalizing this right. harsh mm-hmm. contrast that she had. It was like this like honey brown like but deep honey brown mm-hmm. root, and then like really yellow like peroxide blonde. Wow. And I remember like we worked it out. I was like coming for a treatment. Blah 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 blah. Mind you, she didn't come for a treatment. Three months later, she ambushes me and she's like. <laughs> this is our appointment. You said I can have this appointment. Like, let's go. And I'm like, you didn't come in for your treatments. Anyway, I, against my better judgment, yeah, her hair had changed. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. I also, she did anything. And she told me she didn't. But I swear Well, on you God, think she'd gone somewhere else or she tried to do something No, I think she did something. It was darker. It right. was different. It was different. And I remember she was reminding me. I, I never really forget anything. I'm like, I have anything. And... I remember she was reminding me that I t- I promised her that I would change her hair because I did. I'm like I'm that I'm that girl, you know. I'm that I'm that hairstylist. Yeah. I'm like I really know this. how to manage expectations. Yeah. I will never tell you something that I'm not capable of. I will never rec- re- um, recommend something that I'm not capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm very very fucking good at you know really giving the girls what they need. Mm-hmm. You know they tell me what they want. And they give them what they need. Mm-hmm. And she was one of those people. And I was really looking forward to it because at the time I was like inside this color, like this, it was it was an amazing time in, in, in the hairstyle industry mm-hmm. for sure. Like, cause it was like, you know, you could really, you was literally painting, you know? And against my better judgment, sorry, backtracking. Cause I speak a lot and I, my <laughs> stories, like they go into like seven others. Um, and I remember thinking, I don't want to do this. And she begged me. And I, and I and I just I just knew I knew it 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 I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> anyway fast forward four hours um I basically coloured it and it just went wrong it like the roots was wrong the blonde was wrong it was just wrong and I and I remember sitting there and it was the first time in my whole career that I'd really like fucked up like I really did this hair and I knew that I didn't want to do it and I knew I shouldn't have done it because it wasn't in sure. good condition mm-hmm. and it wasn't something that I was going to be able to achieve mm-hmm. at the time but it was my ego sure. you know because you know sometimes you're, sometimes yeah, the ego yeah, yeah. can get the better of you it's like yeah no, I can do this <laughs> so I did it and I remember she was very 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 unimpressed we had a very very awkward 20 minutes 20 minute exchange where I basically reverted her hair back to something that was a similar it was better it was still better mm-hmm. but it just wasn't what she wanted mm-hmm. and it was the first time in my whole career that i had a client that literally i told her this is free wow but please never come back yeah and i let her walk out first time ever. energy yeah yeah first time 
Oh my god! That was my. That's one of my most. My most. I'll never forget that. No, of course. And since that day, to be honest with you, I'm very like, like I said, I don't. I never waver. Yeah. I, I'm very, very like intuitive, intuitive, and I trust my instinct like massively. So it's like, a huge was, learning curve doing that. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. Because like it was like. I have a lot of conversations in my head, like mm-hmm. not like a cuckoo person, but like, you know, like I really like break shit down, yeah. you know, like me and the girl up in here, mm-hmm. like we be talking. You got it. And I'm very certain, you know, I run through things. Mm. Like obviously like I try like, you know, it's like, I'm not missed at Meg, but like, I think that your intuition is very strong. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, when you actually listen to that, to that inner, that inner feeling, um, you should really go with that. And, mm-hmm. and that time I didn't, cause the ego got the better of me. Yeah, I had a good angel and a bad angel. I listened to the bad angel because I wanted that money. And I ended up telling her to leave and never and come back. Free. And it was free. <laughs> I spent four hours of my life. And I learned a very, very, very lesson. A good lesson. A good lesson. Exactly. I wrote down a question about like your style and the, you're saying that like your jewelry and your style have always been quite put together. Yeah. Where do you start? Well, like planning your outfit today. Where did you start? Did you start with a bag? No, I didn't start with the bag, but it like, was soon as you mentioned, soon as you mentioned her, <laughs> go on, baby, get into that. Ta-da. Look at this chain. Look at her. So the first thing we noticed about Isaac when he walked in, other than his jewelry and his impeccable style, was the bag. Come on, baby girl. Um, for those who cannot see this. You're gonna want to watch this on YouTube, by the way, just to yeah, see the bag. Y'all but... need to see this bag. So the girls you... need to see this bag. Did you say this is some link? The brand is something to so, Julia Fox. So or... the brand is, if I pronounce it right, I'm not Danish. It's a okay. Danish brand, Han Copenhagen, which is which is which is Danish for Copenhagen. Great. Yeah, I don't know if Han is a part of that, but I I'm not quite sure. I don't really know the brand mm-hmm. very well. Um, but I know Julia Fox had like has some custom pieces from this right, brand. Like okay. they've got these like beautiful bras, and it's like the the detail is like a black leather. It's like leather, I think leather clasped by two creature hands, and the chain. What chain is this? Because this is an amazing just chain. Just a massive, like massive just a chunky, chain. beautiful sterling silver chain. It's very small. It doesn't hold a lot. Sure. But my lip gloss is in there. My Jean-Paul Gaultier is in there. My earphones are in there. I've got a couple of receipts and a lighter from a cigarette. <laughs> okay. um, enough is in there yeah. to get me through the day. And, it's amazing. You know, I really, I, it really was a steal. Yeah. And there, I've got a very good friend, um, David, and he is probably the only person that I really, like really just gets it. Mm-hmm. He said that when they bought, there was, I think there was only one in Selfridges. And he said that when it first came in, his friends literally was like, there's this bag mm-hmm. and you gotta go and get it. Mm-hmm. So two days ago, I was like, you know, I had a really, really affluent year of work and like just amazing, meeting amazing people. And I just, I walked into this year feeling very, 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 very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and very, very grateful. And I said, I'm gonna buy myself something very nice. So when I saw her, I mean, the price tag was looking very heavy. <laughs> and I, I, I went home and I pondered on it. And, mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, next the next day, divine timing, uh, David calls me and he's like, what are you up to? Um, or I, I don't know, I can't remember whether David called me or I texted him, but I hadn't seen him and I was supposed to see him about three times prior to the end of last year. And he was like, oh, I'm working. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm going to come see you at work and then we're going to go and see if I'm going to go and get this back. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, it was on sale for 
honestly a fifth yeah. of the original price. And then my friend David also works in Selfridges and he got 35% Aye, off that. Off the sale price. Honestly, honestly. Like, it's Meant crazy. Like, and he bought it, he basically bought it for himself. And I said that I need this bag. And oh, see, he, he bought it first and you bought it off he him. He bought it. I didn't buy it off him. He <gasps> gave it to oh, me. Oh my God. It was a gift. <gasps> David. I love you, David. But oh yeah, my god! Get into the bag. God, he's good friend. Me. He's gonna kill me. It's a good I said, friend. I said his name. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, when I when I when I when I think about like what I'm gonna wear, I often just like I often think about how I wanna feel. Mm-hmm. And I've got like two sides. I've got like overdressed or underdressed. Mm-hmm. And underdressed, I guess, looks like a tracksuit with like a boot mm-hmm. and like a frame. And a cap, and then overdress is like a blazer mm-hmm. and a shirt, and then like I guess I start with one piece, and today I started with a white shirt. Okay. And um, a good friend of mine also got me gave me this shirt that was working for this PR company. I, no, friend, I'm my friends who are watching this, I need some more gifts. No, I mean I've got re- <laughs> I've got really really good great friends. Your friends are much better. Than mine. They're amazing. And um, yeah, I started with the black, uh, white shirt and I'm quite minimal with color. Mm-hmm. Like I, I walk in the realms of black, navy, gray. You found and, your safe space, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. and I love it. And it's interchangeable mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and it's me. We talk about that, like about jewelry as well. How like just having your like jewelry staples that mm-hmm. can literally just elevate any look and you just know it's a safe space. Like this Magnus necklace you're wearing the bracelet. Yeah, love. I just know I can wear this with anything. I can wear it over this top, a white t-shirt, a dress if I'm going out, yeah. add a lip, add some gold hoops. Yeah, I mean, I love your jewelry. You look very gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, it's very complimentary. No, I mean, I, I think jewelry is something that you can, it's like a connecting point. Mm-hmm. Often, it often is a, conversation it is that's why we're doing this podcast like like people really and i think people can feel when you love your jewelry Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm because like often people like i know you love that jewelry Mm. because i'm like i mean you can hear it Mm. you can hear my love Mm -hmm. um exactly what we say that's literally why we started this podcast because it's like and not even an intentional, it's an unintentional icebreaker in yeah, a way. For when sure, I see people because sure. I can't help but look yeah, at the jewelry and, and say, where and did I that feel come like from? Everything has a story. Tell you me know? the story. Like, honestly, exactly. yeah, it's fab. It's a, yeah. it's a really it's a really um it's a really good um conversation starter. So quickly, talk us through the typical day. Talk us through your typical day. I get to set, usually greeted by my baby girl. Taisha. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Taisha. Mm-hmm. And then I'm there for about eight hours. Mm-hmm. On average, because that this varies. Could be like a photo shoot. It could be or... a photo shoot. Like generally, photo shoots are like typically like an eight-hour day. Yeah. A music video yeah. ranges from They're ten right, yeah. to fourteen. Sometimes over. Like I'm telling you, I did a job in Lisbon a few years ago, and I was helping a friend at the time, and we did a day where we started at, we left the hotel at two, we got to a.m. to it no two p.m. Okay, we got to. The location, it was a two hour drive outside of Lisbon. Mm-hmm. We got to the location at 4 p.m. And we did not come back until 8 a.m. Oh the next morning. It painful. Yeah. It's so painful to wake up, watch the sunrise, be at work, watch the sun go down, yeah. and, and then still again. be at work and watch it rise again. Yeah. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, so that's like a music video. And then like a campaign kind of like, can vary because usually campaigns like run over a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a typical hair styling good day 
is it eight hours i do my job usually like satisfied with mm-hmm. what i do you know i'm a perfectionist mm-hmm. so i'm never truly ever really happy <laughs> i'm always yeah. always got to look at something i'm a virgo <laughs> i'm a virgo yeah. i knew uh, no, it was gonna be a no, virgo no 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 the whole time no, i was like you've got no big virgo, big virgo. Purr, virgo. big virgo <laughs> purr, 6th of september yeah 17. two days after beyonce Boo. oh yeah yeah okay. icon love her always love her <laughs> i'm not like a stan anymore but i was a stan anything exciting coming up for 2023 i think we, or we already know you've been oh. setting your intent just you know good what? things just are good coming. things good things are coming more life more great conversations mm. i think that there's a lot in the pipeline 2023 looks really good for me yes. i'm really excited i'm excited yeah, to see bro, more bro. okay before we end on some quick fire questions mm-hmm. we're going to create an edit of your 12 favorite daisy pieces shoppable edit online okay. Listeners can get 20% off. Okay, bro. Reveal the code, Isaac. What do you want the discount code for people to be? Because they have to listen to this whole podcast um, to get the discount code. Okay, I think the code should be per. Yeah. P-U-U-R-R. Per. I love it. Okay, quick five questions. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Silver or gold? Mm-hmm. And Silver. Isaac's wearing both right now. Silver. Silver. Yeah. Yeah. Huggies or hoops? Hoops. 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 I mean, this is a stupid question for you. Chunky or delicate? Chunky, dunky, hunky. (laughs) 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 Clothes or jewelry? Ooh. I mean, subjective. If I could get a bodysuit of armor that fit my body perfectly and made me look sexy, it would be jewelry. Well, as in, like, oh, you mean like. I'm talking bangles, chains. Everything. So you didn't have to wear clothes. So I didn't have to wear clothes. Okay. As long as my genitals are covered, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Even a thong. I, I, I've, had, I've got this like, I got this like really sexy like um, uh, belly dancer like shit that I got from Egypt last year. And I, like in Halloween that last last that was it 2021. Mm-hmm. I basically went as a belly dancer. Oh, and I literally was covered in silver. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it was iconic. The girls was eating it up. <laughs> What's that going? <laughs> um, one piece that you would save in a fire? Ah, uh, has to be. Yeah. My baby Mars. 30th present. Yeah, my yeah. birthday, my 30th present. Yeah, I would I would run into the oh, fire that's amazing. for this. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, last question. <sighs> I'll never leave the house without. Earrings. Excellent answer. The only jewellery answer we've had. Yeah, earrings. I will never leave my house without earrings. And those, probably those particular earrings. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Isaac, it's been amazing to talk to you. Thank you for having me. I can't believe we've been talking for such a long time. I mean, it's crazy. And I'm so glad we got to do this. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Thank Thank you you so much. No, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Homegrown Daisy. I hope you've been inspired to start telling your own story with your jewellery and build on your Daisy collection. If you'd like to keep up to date, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, or join our mailing list for the latest officer news. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love you to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts and help build our Daisy chain. Join us next time for another episode of Homegrown Daisy.